0: you know, we want to help people be the best possible versions of themselves and have the best possible skin.
1: Hi guys, it's Megan Collins of Style Girlfriend back for another episode of Undressed. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please do go and subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Today, we are talking to Adam Ross. Adam is the co-founder and CEO of Heyday with a background in banking and a super thick Australian accent. He's definitely not the kind of guy that you would see in a white fluffy robe with cucumbers on his eyes. Trust me. So he definitely gets it, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to this conversation and you can hear how he traded mergers and acquisitions for serums and toners. This is my conversation with Adam Ross of Heyday. So, we are here with Adam Ross of Heyday. Uh, welcome, Adam. So, I wanted to start just by asking how this all got started. You and your co founder, Michael Pollack, you guys got together however long ago and you said facials. That's what we're doing.
0: I was actually, all sort of funny, I was actually at a lunch with, with a bunch of friends, this is back in 2012, and everyone was just complaining about how difficult it was to get a facial. And that was, it was literally sort of like the light bulb moment for me where I was like, huh. And then I kind of commandeered the, the lunch and was asking all sorts of questions as to when, why, how. And then I think did a bit more research and the more we got into it, the more we realized you've got an industry that's that's really structurally challenged and sort of trapped in the eighties. And I think when you look at what other great concepts have done by sort of freeing up particular services, what dry bar's done with with blowouts is a good example, what, you know, sweet green's done with salad, what, you know, Soul Cycle and Flywheel have done with spinning. And facials just seem to be a really, really obvious one. Paired up and got into it more and more and just sort of felt like this was the right time and place to we think sort of bring bring facials out of the spa and into people's lives. We're a year old right now. We're going to learn a lot more as you know as time goes on, but I think what we saw prior to opening is more and more spas are, are opening today and they're adding more and more amenities to you know more expensive fit-outs and fixtures and all sorts of things like that and it's increasingly targeting a much older demographic and those to your point that have the time and money to to engage in this and if you're after a client that's in that sort of 20s or 30s or 40s age bracket, they're not gonna do that. Or they're gonna do it once a year, or they're gonna do it when they're away on vacation. And I think when you look at the science behind good skincare and creating the right routine, we wanted to sort of create something that removes all those friction points. And I mean, the three biggest friction points that came up in our research was time, cost, and convenience. Um, And I think when you look at the what the consumer values, I mean, we've got phone chargers up in our rooms. That's much more valuable than a, than a steam room or a shower. So we can operate on a very, very different cost structure than the average spa. You know, our hours are longer. We have less than half the square footage as most other spas. So I think we can pass on that value to to clients who want us to be spending our time and money on the actual particulars that go into the facial as opposed to the you know, the long hallways, the waiting rooms, the steam rooms, the showers and all these things that I just think our generation, they like it every now and then. They don't want it every month.
1: We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll put up pictures uh, along with the podcast of what the space actually looks like. But talk about how you designed it. It's an like an open space layout.
0: Yeah, it's open space. I mean, the rooms are sort of semi-private. Um, I think what's interesting about facials is your sense of space actually isn't sort of like looking out or left to right. You're actually sort of lying down in your chair. Your eyes are closed, or for the 5% of the, of the facial that your actually eyes are open, you're actually up looking at a ceiling. So that's your sense of space. So for us, I think we wanted to respect the heritage of being founded in New York, and a flat iron, sort of a nomad space was such a sort of a raw, natural, natural space to go into. Um, I think we wanted the design to feel very residential and a word that's actually come up a lot more since we've opened has been unintimidating. And certainly from, you know, from a male perspective, it can be quite emasculating going to certain spas. And I mean, I did it in my diligence. I'd be sort of sitting in a white robe across from three women in their 50s who were drinking lemon water and sure. you know, Enya's in the background. Um, and that was kind of like a little awkward. And there's something very gratifying when I'm sort of coming in out, you know, out of the shop to see sort of three or four guys sitting up there they're totally comfortable. It doesn't feel like a museum. You can sort of touch things. For us, we wanted something that was, that was sort of pretty gender neutral. Um, I think it appeals to a more sort of confident and aspirational female. And again, men is just such a huge, you know, huge opportunity and there isn't really a great option that exists for them today.
1: Why do you think that guys should be coming to Hay Day or at least getting facials or you know, being more concerned with their skincare?
0: Well, I think at the end of the day, whether you're you're a man or a woman, I mean, skin is skin and you, you need to look after it. I think, um, and the more I think you get into the statistics behind skin care, it can be a little scary. So for us, we've got to balance the, how do we sort of market and get people to practice the habits of good skin care without feeling freaked out. Um, I think, and again, we, we sort of try to remove all friction points to, Create the right engagement and get people to sort of come regularly. Um, I mean, the science behind skin is it is it renews every twenty eight days. So any person you speak to, any dermatologist, any any other sort of high end aesthetician will say that once a month is is good practice. You know, sort of clears away the dead skin cells. It sort of opens up the pores and it gives you the best chance for your products to actually be absorbed into your skin. Um, so I think when it comes to you know, men. We face the same issues as you know as women. If anything, we're probably more negligent when it comes to being out in the sun and not looking after ourselves. And the earlier you get into the right the right habits, um, I mean, ninety percent of of aging can actually be prevented, and a lot of that sort of through sun damage. So, I think just getting people earlier in their lives to take good care of their skin and to into those sort of right routines is going to sort of pay itself back in spades over the over the long term.
1: So, do you see the aesthetic of of the shop is that the biggest thing that you're doing to attract a male clientele, like you said, to have them come in and not feel intimidated by the space?
0: I think so. I think part of it as well is also how you sort of market and talk about the brand. And even when it came to to branding heyday, we sort of stepped back for a while and said, if we're not delivering facials, what do we want to be standing for as a company? So. Through a number of painful sessions, we, we, we sort of stood back and said, you know, we want to help people be the best possible versions of themselves and have the best possible skin. So it's a term that's used more by our parents' generation, but that whole idea of being in your prime, being in your best, being in your heyday is something that, to our mind, is sort of gender agnostic. And what's also nice about it is it just it keeps you away from other spa or derm cliches and like that's just the last thing you know we want to be um and again just sort of like little things with you know the consumers that we're targeting because a lot of our clients are in that sort of 20 to sort of 35 20 to 40 year old age bracket um or their credit card and information that's on file over time our members just come in and out and it's such a such a seamless experience so you literally can have a 50-minute treatment and be like in and out and here in like sort of 52 minutes. So to your point earlier, it just doesn't need to take up half your day, even if you have the money to do it.
1: What's going on with your skin immediately after a facial? Cause I could see a guy getting his first facial and then leaving and being like, Whoa? like
0: I look scary. <laughs> it's a great observation. And it's something that it's a challenge for us in, again, in terms of how we communicate and market it. I think a lot of people have particular reactions after their treatments because the treatment hasn't been done properly and that the method and the practices and the products that have been used have been particularly aggressive. Um, we do, and a lot, a lot of it's also just around sort of managing expectations. Um, we have a bunch of regulars that come in in the morning before work and they look they look sort of fantastic. I think in some cases it's almost like the, the more you do this and your skin gets to a certain level where you're then sort of prevented from having sort of any sort of adverse reaction. Um, I think we respect the skin a lot more and we're particularly careful and do so much training around extractions that generally cause this kind of, oh God, I'm going to look like a lobster, I've got to go home and put a paper bag over my head and deal with life tomorrow, right? That's, um, And I think with with some of it, th- there is a challenge and we, we communicate very clearly in advance which I think is also a big difference about us it's like there's a there's a person who's talking to you like you're human so if we get a guy that's come in and his face is a bit of a mess and he, you know needs a lot of work you know first question is going to be like what are you doing tonight what are you doing tomorrow this is what I'm seeing um, we can kind of do this one of two ways we can focus on a particular area we can have you looking great for an event tonight if you you know we see a lot of work that needs to be done so come back in a few weeks late at night and we'll sort of do it and you can kind of go home and you'll be fine the next day so I think a lot of that just comes down to managing expectations and you know just being clear with your client in terms of what things can sort of potentially look like but we don't we don't force extractions some of our peels and other sort of exfoliants um, we never open up and go straight into an aggressive treatment I think it's the more treatments people have with us we're kind of on that journey together and we step that up together as opposed to just sort of jumping straight into the deep end.
1: And for those listeners who might not know, what is an extraction exactly?
0: So an extraction is, I guess, some of those whiteheads and blackheads and pimples over the years that we all love to, to pop, even though we know it's not the right thing to do. Um, it's, it's more a professional way to um, sort of address it and resolve it, I think, much sort of faster, much more effectively.
1: I think what you said also about... Um for someone who gets regular facials, it probably doesn't throw your skin into sort of a haywire mode as, as much. And I guess this is maybe a gross analogy, but it's like when you are really bad about flossing your teeth and then you floss your teeth and all your, your gums bleed, it's probably a little bit like that. I read that you said that facials are something that the active on-the-go person should be doing to look after themselves. And it's not just beauty, but it's part of an overall health and wellness plan. So how do you, how do you mean?
0: Yeah, I think it's... It's one of those ones where, if I step back and look at a lot of the, call it beauty treatments that are out there in the world today, you've got, you know, you've got nails, you've got blowouts, you've got waxing, I mean, even sort of like haircuts, barbers, things like that. And there's no real cumulative benefit to doing them. Uh, you're obviously going to going to do them, but you know, sort of two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, things are kind of as they were previously. I think massage and facials go into sort of a unique category where you can a feel great at the time, but be there's sort of a longer term benefit to doing it. So for us, yeah, we think about heyday more as sort of health and wellness and self-care because you're not just looking after your skin today, but you're kind of like looking after it for the for the long term. And um, you know, the the more sort of hydration and I think sort of like the tighter we can kind of keep the skin, what that does is that prevents wrinkles and aging and fine lines and all like the nasty stuff that just comes with you know, with aging and there are some guys that we like to think we age gracefully but no one wants to look like a leather bag um you know kind of even in your 60s so i think there's much greater awareness and i think that's a pleasant surprise that we realized post opening is that clients are generally aware of the benefits of looking after their skin they just haven't had an outlet to do that and i think we're seeing a couple of other sort of facial concepts popping up and we like it because it it helps change consumer acceptance and awareness of how a service should be provided. Is
1: there anything else that you do or any other brands that you partner with to kind of help get the word out to those guys that are interested in sort of doing something in a new way or, you know, sort of attack that next gen?
0: Yeah, we've done a couple of um, sort of like trade shows as part of getting the, the word out um, Liberty Fairs in New York was sort of a great one for us and again I sort of did it the first time we did that was actually July of last year and I wasn't sure going in and I was so surprised at the number of men that were in that show like looking around and just like wanting to find ways where they can take care of themselves mm-hmm. and it, it comes back to your sort of earlier point and I don't like it when we're referred to as as beauty because when you hear when you hear beauty or you even hear the word spa it, it sort of connotes you know sort of pampering and indulgence and i think we're all for that every now and then but like there's a time and a place for that and guys in particular want to take care of themselves they don't necessarily need all the bells and whistles that, that go along with that um but you know sort of products and and skin and and clothing are sort of front and center Um, you know, we care what we look like, we care how we feel and, um, you know, that's becoming, I think, sort of more and more relevant. Um, so we do, do sort of a couple of, of, of trade shows like that. We do some partnerships with other sort of like male, you know, sort of male centric brands. Um, and what's great is we've had a sort of number of inbound calls from sort of like male influencers that also sort of love what we're doing and, you know, looking for ways to collaborate and, and learn more and sort of pass on. The knowledge we have around sort of the, the benefits of of good and consistent skin care
1: well that's a great segue because i did want to put you on the spot and ask you what are three things that guys could be doing for their skin their health or well-being they're not doing right now
0: first would be i think the absolute right have some cleanser in the shower and do it every time you're in always cleanse the skin as we said new york in particular but it doesn't matter where you are like the environment is is brutal uh, second would be the right SPF moisturiser every single morning. Um, I think if there's one thing that we preach time and time again, whether it's sort of male or female, is just the importance of not just moisturising but, but SPF. Um, and I think the third would also be um, you know, less is more in some cases with skincare. Um, just because you find a product you like doesn't mean you need to overuse it. Um, and novelty is not particularly your friend. So don't snatch your girlfriend's products and, and use it and think you're doing doing the right thing for yourself.
1: <laughs> That's good advice. Well, I want to play uh, SG Approved or Not This Dude, so I want to hear from you uh, just on a couple of things, whether or not they're heyday Approved. Mm-hmm. Pedicures.
0: Well, I guess everyone, everyone's got the choice to do what they want. It's not, it's not part of the... The heyday culture. If it's part of a man wanting to feel his best, he can knock himself out and do it.
1: It's summer style going along with that. Uh, how do you feel about cargo shorts? They're technically back.
0: I am going to say no, um, as part of heyday and and me personally. I think we're all a fan of natural and and aging gracefully. And I think there's something pretty sexy and confident about that. Whether whether it's a male or a female.
1: What about uh? Men in sandals.
0: Yes, but as a man, know your limits. <laughs> don't, don't, get, don't get ahead of your skis. There's some guys where it's like, yeah, you can rock that. There's others like you're way, you're way ahead of your skis here and get back to the basics.
1: Spray on sunscreen.
0: Yes, uh, if it's the right sunscreen. And for that, I'd say anything that's like sort of SPF 30 or above, um, that's also broad spectrum which in English means it should be UVA and UVB protected.
1: Anything about 30, at some point does it become just a hoax, like SPF
0: 100, what's that doing? I'm with you on that one. I think it gets to a certain stage where it's like, okay, really, and I read something recently about extracting some sort of, something from like the coral on the barrier reef in Australia that was gonna be like an SPF 100 plus. And I think if anything that, I mean, the, the, the paradox with that is that I think it's gonna lull people into a false sense of security. Um, I mean the partial analog to that is, there was something in the New York Times the other week about um, these sort of like high-end tutors for school children for like their SATs and they go for like $1,500 an hour. Um, but children don't feel the need to study after they've seen their tutor because they think that one hour is worth like 10 hours of study time. So. I, don't want, I just don't want people in the morning to think, like, oh, I've got this 100-plus SPF. I'm going to be literally fine for the weekend. Like, <laughs> absolutely not.
1: hate hey, approved or not, this dude, for the phrase, me time.
0: I will say yes on that. Michael, my co-partner, would, would be behind me giving me the thumbs up if he was here. Um, yeah, we get... Ooh, there's such an influx of, like, social media and we're just... Our inboxes are in dated. I think the more we just take a bit of time out and... Recharge the batteries and kind of take me time. We're better people for it.
1: Finally, we ask all of our guests, uh, Adam, what was your first million bucks moment?
0: I think it was probably in one of my early banking assignments when I needed to see a client on short notice, and the only way I could get there was in a private jet.
1: Ooh, that is our first private jet million bucks moment not a
0: lot of private jets since then but to (laughs) to get to a client on short notice i was the only person in the jet there and back and there's something cool about actually returning when the pilot said to me he's like call me when you're 45 minutes away and tell me what you want to eat or drink and it will be here for you
1: all right adam ross heyday thank you so much where can people find heyday online
0: i think heyday.com
1: adam thanks so much And that was my conversation with Adam Ross of Heyday. If you are in the city and have been sort of spa curious, I highly recommend hitting up Heyday for a 30 minute, a 60 minute facial. It is super unintimidating, really not what you would expect when you think spa. So if that didn't come across in the conversation, let me assure you it's very much guys welcome. So. Uh, let that be your, your gateway drug into spa level skincare. And this is Megna Collins for Style Girlfriend. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you haven't yet, subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review, all that good stuff. We really do appreciate it. It does help people find us. And we'll be back again soon for another episode of Undressed. Talk to you soon. Bye.